Good morning, everybody. Thank you, Arthur. <laughs> I could go all day. <laughs> Glory. Good morning on Facebook. Good morning, Bay Media. <laughs> Happy Saturday. Hey. Happy Saturday. Glory. Let's give a hand clap for Arthur. Glory. And thank you, Clarissa. We love you. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. Happy Saturday to your family and you, wherever you're at in your part of the world. Thank you for taking time to sow into us and the Word and into Jesus and His church. And we just thank you for doing it. We agree with you for a hundredfold return on every seed you sow. That's your time included. Time is a seed you sow. So make sure you're doing that. Especially when you're on the job, if you're working for someone, you can get paid double, amen? <laughs> you're working for Christ, you, you know, your, your boss isn't your source, God is. So you just sow your time as well as a seed, and that'll multiply for you. You'll make more an hour that way, I guarantee it. <laughs> Praise God. Good morning, familia. Hello. <laughs> is everyone ready for a part two word, a good word? Yeah, authority part two. We're going into authority part two. Last week we taught on authority, uh, how to control your mind. Was that a good message? Yes. I think that's timely for the world. We just spent uh, 12 hours yesterday at Disneyland. And how to control your mind is very important in these days. Especially if you're going to Disneyland all day. <laughs> you're going to need to know how to control your mind. Come out of there alive. Amen. <laughs> control your flesh. Control your mind. Put yourself in check. Wow, we spent eight hours on our feet yesterday at Disneyland with my pregnant wife. And she, I, I was ready to pass out. I, I got to the, the bus terminal at the end of the day and sat down on the concrete and just wanted to lay down like this, like a starfish, take a deep breath and hear every bone in my body just crack. But I didn't do it. I just sat. I, I contained myself. And she was standing up the whole time. But I said, well, you were mentally prepared for this, you know? You were like, she went into it like, I'm going to make this, you know? I'm not getting a wheelchair. I'm not getting those little scooties, electric scooters. I was like, but why? We can go to the front of the line. Take one for the family. Come on. <laughs> I said, I'll, we'll, we'll share. We're both pregnant. We're in this together. And uh, she wouldn't go, go for it. So she walked eight hours yesterday, pregnant. And it was great. Didn't, didn't sit down the bus terminal like I did. I was like, belayed. But praise God, she, she prepared herself for the journey. Are you prepared for the journey? Are you prepared to go all the way today? Amen. Until Jesus comes, say, I'm prepared to go the distance. I'm prepared to go the way. I have authority over my mind. I only think what I choose to think. I don't let the devil place thoughts in my mind. I'm in charge of my life. Amen. No one's in charge of your life but you. You can't blame your parents. Can't blame your spouse. Can't blame your kids. No, you. <laughs> it's you and me, amen? And God never misses, so we can't blame him either. <laughs> now we can blame the devil. All right, fine, we can get away with that. Yeah. But us, it's on us and the devil, amen? Any miss, any mishap, it, it, you know, we, it could be found out. It ain't God. We know it ain't God, amen? He never misses. He's perfect. So praise God. Say, I'm working out my salvation out with fear and trembling. Amen. Say, I'm getting better and better. I'm getting brighter and brighter. My steps get brighter till the end. <laughs> I'm going to look better tomorrow than I am today. Amen. Amen. That's the truth. These old ministers, older ministers, not old ministers, older ministers who have been in it for forever, I keep telling them all they look better today than they did when they first started. I mean, the steps of the righteous get brighter and brighter. And he'll renew your, your strength. He'll renew your youth like the eagles. My son, attend to my word, their medicine. These ministers who attend to the word day and night, I mean, they just keep getting brighter and brighter, looking better and better. Amen. So praise God that the word never fails. It'll rub off on you. Amen. Amen. You, you thought you had an ugly childhood? Just wait. Your adulthood's going to be good. <laughs> just stay with the word. Amen. <laughs> praise God. The word will transform anyone and anything at any time. Can I get it? Amen. Hi, girls. They made Disneyland 2 yesterday. Eight hours. Bravo. Bravo. Well done. I don't know how we did it. We went on so many rides. She went on Pirates of the Caribbean. Faced her fear. Went on Pirates. Amen. Got to face those fears. Wasn't it a good ride? Now it's one of your favorites. Amen. Who would have thought it? So this is Authority Part 2. <laughs> Go with me to Genesis, the book of beginnings, if you will. 
the book of Genesis. How is everyone doing today? Hey, man, how has your week been? Okay. You, you can text me anytime. You all have my number, right? Or email. Just text me. Let me know how you're doing. Amen. I'll pray for you. We'll agree. Get the job done. Amen. If you're believing for something, you know, text me. Hey, I'm believing for this. Will you be my two and I'll be your two and we'll get it done. Amen. The prayer of agreement is a powerful, powerful weapon. Say, my spouse is mad at me this week. She's not agreeing with me. Will you agree with me? Yes, I agree. <laughs> Amen. Come on. We got to get the job done. Amen. Genesis 1.26, if we go there. We'll just start right here. Genesis 1.26. says, then God said, and this is the 10th account of God saying, I love this. Bill Winston shared this, and I just rubbed off on me. But every account we have in the Genesis creation, 10 accounts of God saying and speaking, he created all the animals and everything in it um, out of the substance he called them out of. So fish are meant to stay in the ocean. If they leave the ocean, they'll die. They, they came in water. They were created from water in water. If they leave that source, if they leave that place where they were supposed to be, they'll die. It's just like you and me. If we leave God, we'll die. <laughs> we'll die if we leave him. Just like Adam and Eve did. They left him and they spiritually died that day. They lived 930 years, but spiritually they died. It took 930 years for that blessing to rub off. Think about how powerful that is. 930 years for the curse to set in. Whew, that's some powerful blessing. Amen? But man is the only creation and the only creature God created and didn't speak to the earth. He didn't speak to the water. Spoke to himself. Spoke to himself. You are the same exact image and duplicate of God himself. When God created you, he didn't speak to the ground. He didn't speak to anything. He spoke to himself. He said, let us create man in our image and likeness. You proceeded directly from the Father of lights. You proceeded exactly from God. You're an image, a, a copy, a duplicate of him on the earth. His fingerprint on the earth is in you. You can't separate yourself from him. You're his creature. You're his child. He's your creator. Everyone who gets born, creating the same exact image and likeness of God. It's just amazing. You look in the mirror and you're like, I don't like myself today. Well, wait till you get to heaven. You're going to look a lot like God. <laughs> hey, Jesus looks a lot like me. Uh, sorry. <laughs> sorry for making fun of you, Lord. I know I'm your body. I repent. You say, I look good. <laughs> I'm the body of Christ. Ah, don't ever, ever, ever think bad about yourself. You're him. He's you. He's the head. You're the body. Amen. What can't you do? Yeah. Say, I get better and better. I get better and better. Amen. And um, time is not our multiplier in the kingdom. Truth is. Truth is our multiplier. Truth will progress you faster than time. So you're not waiting on God. God's waiting on us. The more truth we have, you shall know the truth, Jesus said, the truth will set you free. In any area you apply that truth, you'll be set free. If you've been struggling, hey, say, this is the end of struggle today. You just need to download that truth into that area of your life immediately, steadfastly, and forever until that's dealt with. Amen? You say, yeah, I had affliction and a chronic condition in my body for 20 years. That's 20 years too long. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. You just need to apply that word and go after it like no other in that area until you have your breakthrough. Because the word will put you over in that area. If you've suffered in your finances for 20 years, that's 20 years too long. Christ died for your prosperity, amen? He died for your salvation. That's every area of your life. You just need to hit it hard. Hit those prosperity scriptures hard. I'm in the process of downloading, um, again, an audible prosperity verses. All the prosperity verses I have, I wrote them in a journal one year when I was struggling. <laughs> Went through the whole Bible on prosperity, 2,350 verses, and wrote them down. And now I'm going to record them again and release them on SoundCloud. It's just nice having... You know, when the devil's trying to get you with lack, just having that wash over your mind, hey, I'm rich. You wake up in the morning, hey, I'm rich. I'm rich. You just wash that over your mind. Cleanse, the, cleanse your mind with a word and you'll have what it says. Get yourself in agreement with God. And you'll have who he is. What he says you have. So he said in verse 26 here, Then God said, Let us, spoke to himself, Let us make man in our image. Plural. Father, Son, Holy Ghost. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. According to our likeness, 
Let them have, you know you're one with the Holy Spirit. Say the Holy Spirit lives in me. And I live in him. And we can't be separated. Say every desire of my heart was first a desire of God. Your desires will lead you. They're not yours, they're God's. The desire of the heart is planted there by God if you are a Christian. Amen. So you should have your desires. Don't let them go. They're, they're God's. They're yours. Just get in sync with them. He'll lead you through them. He leads me by the still waters. He gives me the desires of my heart. Amen. The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not desire anything. I shall not want. He meets your desires. He placed them there, so don't overlook your desires. God wants to bring those to pass. He planted them for a reason. He sowed that seed in you. Now you just speak over them, speak the word over them to miracle grow them yeah. into fruition on the earth. Don't let your dreams die. I've heard it said, Miles Monroe said this, that the, the richest place on earth is the graveyard, the cemetery. There's more dreams, more good ideas, more gifts and talents go there than any other place in the world. And people die there with their gifts still in them. They never planted them and released them on the earth. You know what a good book is to, is to manifest your goals and dreams into reality? Is E.W. Kenyon's little book. Remember that one? What's the title? What's the title of that? You remember? The Power of... Yeah, it's E.W. Kenyon's little pocket book. And Nancy Dufresne used to give it out at her Bible college all the time. But it's a little book. It's a green cover. E.W. Kenyon, if you go on Amazon. And it's just little daily, daily scriptures for each day. Small little book, E.W. Kenyon. Just look it up. Just type in E.W. Kenyon mini book. But it really is a good way to market your gift, to, to bring out what you have to the world. So that it, it's created for everyone, amen? Not just you. And that'll help you, you know? So many people die with their gifts in them. They've given up on them because uh, they're not producing. Well, this book will help you produce them. Amen? Your gift should produce for you. Just like that story with the guy with the talents. You know, your talents should produce for you. Don't go hide them away and bury them. Amen, you go use them, amen? <laughs> and they'll produce for you and others. They're made for the whole world. The kingdom of God's in you. He seated it in you for a reason. So God made us in the same exact image and likeness. According to their likeness. And he said... Here's the co commandment to man. Here's the commission. Here's the word spoken over man. He said, let them, plural, that's all man, all, all mankind, have dominion over the fish of the sea. Man was created to have dominion on the earth. Man was created on the earth, mankind, to have dominion. That's why we're here. That's why God created us. He created the whole Garden of Eden, the entire earth, and then he created Adam and Eve from himself and placed them in the Garden of Eden on earth and said, here you go. I created paradise for you. You just keep it and maintain it till I get back. Good steward. Good stewardship. Amen. Faithful with little, I'll make you a ruler over much. That's stewardship on the earth he's talking about. If you're faithful with what he gives you in the 120 years you're here on earth, you're going to be made ruler over much in eternity. And that'll last forever. Read it to me. Signposts on the road to success. That's it, yeah. E.W. Canyon, signpost on the road to success. Great little book. It's like a dollar. Come on. <laughs> you can invest. And just read it every day. And things will start happening for you. Amen. E.W. Canyon, signpost on the road to success. Get your copy. Order one. It's like a buck on Amazon, I think. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over the cattle, over all the earth. Say all. All. All, all the earth. He's talking to God's children. That's us, amen? Say, that's me. Everything you see should belong to you. Over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. I tell my daughters they have authority over creeps. You ain't going to date no creep. You have authority over them. Use your authority. Kick them out, amen? And they're 13, 15, no, 21. When they're <laughs> can I get 81? Can I get 5? Can I get 31? Can I get 6? <laughs> 36, you can start dating. And now you have authority over creeps. Do not date creeps. Come on. That's for, some, that's for some young gal watching right now. You have authority over creeps. Don't waste your life dating creeps. Get them out your life. Amen? Kick them out. Use your authority. He said, I have, you have dominion on the earth over creeps. Over every creeping thing. So God created man. That's man and woman. Man is mankind. That's Adam, literally. means mankind, race of man. First Adam means mankind. It's not just Adam, not just one man. Adam means mankind. He said, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God created he him. 
male and female, he created them. Then God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply. Fill the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over it. And God said, It is good. It is good. He saw you and he said, You're good. <laughs> oh, that's good. He created you, said, You're good. You want to get that in your heart. That'll enable you to receive from your Father. The way you see yourself is how you see Him. And the way you see Him is how you'll start to see yourself. You can just free yourself open to receive everything He has from you. Once, you're know, once you know you're made in the perfect image and likeness of your Father. Ah, I'm Him. I receive freely. Pour it on, Lord. I am in right standing with you. You created me perfect in every area. Come on. I freely receive. Freely given. Freely received. <laughs> it's the only ticket. That's the, that's the only key is just receive. You don't have to work for this salvation. You don't have to work for your salvation, your healing. You don't have to work for your prosperity. Freely given. Freely received. And now he'll give you ideas to run it and maintain it. Amen. But it's already freely given to you as a child of God. Your prosperity has already been purchased through the blood of Jesus. Say, I'm rich. And I know how to maintain my riches. Say, they're mine. God gave the earth to me. He'll find me faithful. Amen. He's a good, good father. And go with me to Matthew 28. Authority. The devil will fight you harder on authority, Kenneth Hagin said, than any other subject. And I believe that. There's a lot of baby Christians, a lot of Christians out there in those mega churches they call now, who have no idea about their authority, who believe actually God put sickness on people, or God created COVID, or if you think God created COVID, you won't know what to do. You'll go nuts in COVID. You won't know who created it, how it come against it, how to use your authority. So the devil will fight you harder on your authority than any other subject. But that's okay, because when you know your authority, he's done. He can't have your house. He can't have your money. He can't have your health. He can't have your children. Authority is quintessential. Jesus taught more in authority than any other subject. Everywhere he went, he was preaching kingdom authority. Kingdom authority. Just a side note, Matthew 7.29 and Mark 1.22 both say, All the Jews and everyone who heard Jesus were astonished at his teaching. And Pastor Mike Webb of Foot of the Family does a great job explaining this verse. But they were astonished at his teaching. For he taught them how to hold authority is the original Greek. How to hold their authority as a man and a woman on the earth. Jesus taught men how to hold their authority to use it against the enemy. He said, I didn't put the enemy in charge down here. Remember, he fell down here. He fell from grace. But I planted man here in my grace. And gave him authority, not the devil. The devil don't have authority. All he has are lies. Again, He's a liar. That's all he's stuck. It's all he has to work with. He can trick you to, to tell you, I have authority. Paul said even Satan himself disguises yes. himself as an angel of light. He ain't no, there ain't no light in him, man. It's just pitch dark, pitch blackness in that man, in that fallen angel. He ain't a man. He didn't create angels in the same exact likeness and image. He created man in his same exact image and likeness an image. Michael the archangel and Gabriel the archangel aren't going to look near as much like Jesus like you as you do when you get face to face. You look like them. It's you. <laughs> Amen. We're the body of Christ created in the same exact image. Oh, that's just a key to knowing your authority. If you know you're like him and proceeded out from him, what can't you do? You just copy your father and you'll be all right. <laughs> you're going to live blessed just like Jesus did. He just copied his father and he lived a blessed life and fulfilled his commission assignment. All we have to do is copy him. Ephesians 5.1, be ye imitators of God. Just copy your father. That's all. Jesus said, I don't say anything my father didn't say first. I don't do anything my father didn't show me to do first. He only did what his father said and did. Same exact image. Same exact likeness. He got criticized from the religious sect for calling himself one with God. You're one with God. I'm one with God through the shed blood of Jesus. One with my Father. I can do what he has done. He created me from himself. Amen. 
there's so many family businesses. Most of those businesses were passed on through through the generations because the sons copied the fathers. You copy your father, you go and live a blessed life. Amen. He'll give you the family business. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. Amen. Just copy the Godfather. <laughs> Kids. <laughs> Should probably clarify that. <laughs> Copy the word. He's your image. He became flesh and dwelt among us. We have a sample son to, to follow after. Not just the father, a sample son. Jesus. The express image of God. Oh man, we have so much in this book to relate with. And to, to show us who we really are. So that we can run our race. Amen. I say I'm just like him. I do what he does. I say what he says. I'm just like my father who gives me freely and richly all things to enjoy. See, he's concerned about your enjoyment. I don't think I get any other greater joy with my kids than giving them what they want. And they never ask me for a need. At Christmas time, they don't ask for presents either. They're specific. I want this. <laughs> They're specific. We ought to be specific with them. Amen? That's a key. <laughs> And they don't say, Mommy needs a vacuum. <laughs> if Clarissa asked for what she needed, I'd get her a vacuum for Christmas or a washer or a dryer. No! He gives us the desires of our hearts. I never ask God for what I need. Why? Because He said He'll meet every need. I only ask God for what I want. Ask Him for what you want. I need a new SUV. I want it to be a Lincoln. I want it to be black. There it is. Pick it up. Go get it. I created it for you. Amen. Two of them, right there. I asked for those. He gave them to me. Showed me where they were. Then I went and bought it. Gave me the money to buy it with. Supernaturally. Never pay retail. God's the original Jew. <laughs> Never. You know, you go to a car dealer, it's a suggested retail price. That's just their suggestion. Why would you pay their suggestion? Why don't you come in with your own suggestion? And do business, amen? Again, God's the original Jew. Never pay retail. No, I want to pay this. I told you last week we have a pastor friend in Valsalia who made an offer on a property. They asked for $5.5 mil, $5 and he came in with his offer. Don't budge off your offer. That's their suggested request. You have your suggested request, and you have God backing yours because it's his business. If you're in him and he's in you, guess what? You're about your father's business. I don't care what business he sends you into, you are about your father's business. Jesus didn't say, I must be about my father's ministry. He said, I must be about my father's business. The father runs the kingdom like a business. He's a businessman. I think I may have lost some, but he's a perfect businessman. You know those businesses that are flourishing out there? Christian businesses, Chick-fil-A, for example, are some of the biggest givers on the planet. You cannot... That's why they're so successful. In and out, Chick-fil-A, that's just why they keep flourishing. They're some of the biggest donors and, and givers, and no one even hears about that, really. The enemies camp makes a big deal about when they give. Christians usually don't. We are the biggest givers on the planet. You want us here. <laughs> any government you're in, any nation you're in, you want Christians there big time. We get the job done. We spread the kingdom. We're givers. Amen? And more just keeps coming in because of it. For more to give. For more to plant the kingdom with. Oh, you can't outgive him. What a blessed father. How big he is. Amen. Matthew 28. I don't know how I got off on that tangent. Kids, don't watch the Godfather. Just attend to the word. Matthew 28, 18. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound. I like to say by heaven. That's the authority delegation. Whatever you bind on earth will be backed and bound by heaven. There are innumerable company of angels. Hosts of heaven, angels, are listening to what you're binding and to what you're loosing. These are the keys of authority. These are the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth, Satan, I bind you off my daughter. You will not touch her from here on. Get out of my house in Jesus' name. Whatever you bind on earth will be backed and bound by heaven itself. That means angels are attending to you. And one angel, I said this before, took out 186,000 men in the Old Testament. Don't you think they can deal, he, they can deal with your daughter? Yeah. If you speak the word? Yeah, I do. An innumerable company of angels. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whenever you loose or allow, 
on earth. That's why I wake up saying, Father, I allow you to bless me today. <laughs> I allow it. Amen. Let your glory come. Let your presence come. Manifest yourself to me. I allow you to operate in my life today. I give you my authority as your ambassador on the earth. Come, Lord Jesus, come. And he'll come in. But you have to invite him in. You have authority. He gave it to you. You have to give it back to him for him to use it. He gave us his word. We have to give it back to him for him to use it. That's good preaching. On the earth will be loosed. Whatever you loose, not on heaven. Whatever you loose on the earth while you're here for your 120 year stent, your journey, your pilgrimage. <laughs> Whatever you loose on earth, allow on earth, will be allowed by heaven. If you allow junk food in Seinfeld 24 hours a day, heaven's going to let you have it. You're an authority. Whichever you allow. If you allow the enemy into your house to steal your finances and your health and your children, God can't do anything about it. You have authority. That's what he's trying to teach. That's what Jesus is teaching everywhere he goes, that man has authority. Just use it. When he's in the boat, he said, you could have done this to his disciples. You could have spoken to the wind and the waves. I'm trying to get you to use your authority. The same authority that's been given to me, I've given to you. <laughs> Don't let the devil in. It says resist the devil. That's a ooh, Sometimes you've got to bear down and all your strength and all your might and just resist the enemy. That's why you have to stay fed. So you have the strength to resist him when he does attack. Resist the devil and he will run from you in terror. Flee from you. If you stand, having done all to stand, stand therefore. You win if you're standing. You always win if you're standing. He always runs while you're standing. Amen. She was standing up at Disneyland. She was the victor. I was defeated. <laughs> On the ground. Lord Jesus, come quick. It's 2021. Speed up the time. I noticed when you're drained of strength, man, that's when the Holy Spirit shows up. Paul said, I glory in my infirmities and weaknesses so that the power of God may rest upon me. We got a lot of people out there gloating and boasting and proudful and arrogant. God ain't coming on that vessel. But he will come upon the humble and show himself strong. And stronger than anything you can do in the flesh. Amen. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I don't brag on my muscles. <laughs> I mean, I haven't. <laughs> I brag on his strength. Through weakness, you're made strong. Amen. Whoever you talk about is going to be lifted up and exalted. And we're either talking about one of three things. God, the enemy, or ourselves. What are you talking about most? God, the world, CNN, the news, or yourself? If you talk about God, God will be exalted and you'll live a blessed life. If you're talking about the world, the world will be exalted with the devil and you'll live a cursed life. If you talk about yourself, first comes pride, then the fall. But he gives grace to the humble. And through the fear of the Lord and humility are riches and honor. If you boast on God, God will make you rich. So he gets all the credit. He can trust you. You're humble. I'll give it to you, sure. You'll give me the credit. You won't boast in your own strength. It came from me. You know it came from me. When you're weak, then are you strong. Paul said, I'd rather boast in my infirmities and weaknesses so that the power of God, dunamis power, may rest on me. It comes upon the humble vessels. The anointing comes upon the humble. You stay humble. That's one of the hardest things to do in the end times is remain humble because we see everyone else boasting about themselves and lifting themselves up. You can't watch the, new, you can't watch the world's news. You've got to just watch the kingdom news. How do I do things? How do I run my life? I'm the same exact image of God, not the world. You copy him. I love that verse. Through the fear of the Lord and humility are riches and honor. It's a key ingredient to success in this life is humility. And he said, whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven, I will allow. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything they ask, say anything. anything. That's anything. Lincoln, Mercedes, Bentley, Porsche. What do you want? God put it in there. God put it in you, Ellie. <laughs> it's in there. It's, just, it's in there. 
You just got to pray that out. Amen? Pray it out and it, it come to your mind and then just write it down. What is that supposed to do? So many inventions have come that way. George, was it George Carver? George Washington Carver? Created 3,000 inventions from the peanut? Yeah, from the peanut. <laughs> created 300 from the sweet potato <laughs> in Tuskegee, Alabama. What? It's in here. He just prayed it out. He'd go to his greenhouse. He'd put down the word of God. And then ideas would just come to him when he's alone with God. And he'd write them all down and create them. That's it. Witty, one witty invention can set you up for life. I'm still believing for mine. <laughs> Greatest one I had was gourmets, and then it was taken by Boar's Head. I wanted to make gourmet mayonnaise in a squeeze container. Boar's Head took it in the 70s. I'm waiting for it to copyright it and claim it. Gourmets, and then the, the side of that was going to be habanero. <laughs> habanero, but habanero. Of course, it was going to be a mayonnaise queen. Just in a, in a million dollar bath of mayonnaise. <laughs> One witty invention given to you from God. Witty, they're humorous, they're fun. Given to you from Father can make you a millionaire and can bless everyone around you. Just one, just one, just one. He said, I had to give the ideas to the heathen because my children weren't listening. All those weapons, all our self-defense ideas, Sad to say, a lot of them didn't come from Christians when God was in the business of protecting this nation. Could have given them to his kids and make millions, but they weren't listening. That's what he said. Here am I. Use me. I'll listen. <laughs> Knock my socks off. Download ideas in me from the kingdom. Amen. Plant them on earth. One invention to make you a millionaire. Amen. It's just that easy. It's just that easy. Say, I freely receive. And don't ever talk against your prosperity. Because it's not just for you. It's for generations. Proverbs 10.22, a good man. Say, I'm good. A good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. That's grandchildren. That's grandchildren. And there's a cliff note there. It's not just, it doesn't end there. And the wealth of the sinner has been laid up for the just. <sighs> Believe it in. Believe it in. Say, I have new nets for catching the wealth of the world. Jesus said, just throw out your net. Cast out your net on the right-hand side of the boat. When the fishing hours were over, they knew that lake. We talked about that lake. The Sea of Galilee. They knew it like the back of their hands. Nah. But when he did, Jesus overcame their business in, in one day, one hour, one cast showed him what he had. Just one net. Just one witty idea. Just one word from heaven. And obedience can change your life forever. Again, he said, I say to you that if two or three agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where, there, for where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. That's why he encourages us, Paul, in Hebrews 10.25, don't forsake the gathering of yourselves together, especially as you see the day approaching, because the world's going to be distraught and completely divided, but you need to stay together, because then your, your power is in, is in your agreement. Amen. You have to stay together and agree. That, hey, my kingdom come, my will be done on earth, just as it is in heaven. That's how we win. We stay together in victory. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Luke 10.19. Authority. Authority. Say, I have authority. I have the same authority Jesus has. He delegated it to me. And he asked me to use it. Lord, here am I. Use me. Luke 10, 19. Now, this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. You, need, you have to have this verse in your spirit. You need to. It's a must. Luke 10, 17, we'll start there. Then the 70 returned with joy. Say, with joy. joy. See, whenever God sends you out and asks you to do something, you'll always return with more than what you left with. Amen. You'll always return with joy. Not heartache, not lack of strength, not defeat, with joy. If it's a God send, it's a God provision and promise. He'll make it come to pass. He'll take good care of you. 
you'll return with joy. Amen? God told you to go on a missionary trip. How do I get the money? Believe for it. God will give you the money to go. He funds his task. You go on the mission trip, you come back, you have more money in the bank than what you left with. That's Mark 10, 29. No man who's left house, brother, sister, wives, children, or properties for my sake and the gospel shall fail to receive a hundredfold now in this time on earth and in heaven in the time to come. Hundredfold's promise to the doer, the obedient ones. God said, go here, go there, do that. Amen. God said, go back to Whole Foods, work at Whole Foods when I was at Lowe's. I went from $11 an hour to 14 And then people would bring tithes into, you didn't even come here. They just found out I was a pastor. They'd bring me tithes at work while I'm on the clock and it paid more than my check that day. God, man. <laughs> Go here, do that. I just obeyed. Go to Whole Foods. I had divine connections at Whole Foods. People, lots of Christians go in there. And lots of heathens work there. <laughs> God sent me in as a light. I had a great time there. I was just on assignment, amen? God provided everything. Praise God, he's so faithful. Where he sends you, just go. Just do what he says. Every time we, we go on a, a family vacation, I'm talking every time, just like Disneyland, spent the night. God brings more substance into me than when I was not working, when I was sowing into my family. The best seeds you can sow are into your family. Hundredfold. I always have more money coming back than when I went out with. It's just God, amen? It's just God. He's not a respecter of persons. You just do what he says and just flow with the Holy Ghost. The more you pray in tongues, the more you flow. I just know where to go. I just know what to say. I just know what to do. Yeah, I'm going to spend that time. I'm scheduling this. I'm not scheduling that. Just flow, amen? So many people are jockeying for your time, but God wants it because he's the creator of it. If you tithe your time to him, you're going to reap. Just like this service. We're faithful to come here. We're, we should be reaping. Amen? You should be receiving. When you leave here, you should be going out more blessed. And more wealth coming to you during the week. Why? Because I'm sowing time to him. I'm sowing money. I'm sowing time. I expect to receive more than what I gave. He's God. I'm not. Amen. Isn't that good? So when the 70 returned, they returned with joy, not with sorrow, not with depression. Oh, Lord, the task was so hard. Why did you send us? Send Peter, not me. With joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us. Remember, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. The demons are subject to us in your name. Say, I'm in his name. That doesn't even have to mean you speak the name of Jesus. Like those exorcist movies have the cross and the name. No, you're in the name. Whatever you say goes. Did you, see, did you hear that? Whatever you say goes. That's including demons. Whatever you say goes. Amen. Get. Goes. Even the demons are subject to us in your name. Sam, in the name. The name above all names. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. If he said it, it's true. He is the truth. He saw this. He was watching. He didn't say, I kicked Satan out of heaven. He said, I watched him fall. I don't, I don't touch that disgusting little twerp. <laughs> I don't got time for him. Neither should you. Just go about your business. Amen? Praise God we're advancing forward. No, he saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. This is Michael the archangel and his bunch that just kicked him out. Just an angel, another angel. I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, look at here. Look at this verse, he says. That's what behold means. Focus here on this verse I'm about to tell you. I give you, save me. See, that's me he's talking to. The authority. The authority. The authority from heaven. To trample on serpents and scorpions and over all the power there is literally translated ability. Satan was stripped from his power by Jesus in hell. Remember that? He stripped him of his power. So it says here literally, and over all the ability of the enemy. And the only ability he has are lies. Lying vanities. That's his only ability. So if you combat him with the truth, you win every time. <laughs> and over all the ability of the enemy, and get this verse. Please weave it into your hearts. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. I speak that over my kids every day. Nothing shall by any means hurt them. Nothing. When we lived right here in Elisa Viejo, Sophie walked behind the car, an angel threw her out of the way while it was backing up. She, she escaped unharmed, untouched. She said, an angel lifted me up and threw me out of the way. Nothing 
shall by any means hurt you. She wasn't hurt. She's protected. So you may fall, you may get bruised, but it will not hurt you. God will mend you. God will heal you. You're indestructible, amen? Like Wolverine. Your arms just grow back. <laughs> Things just grow back, you know? He's your healer. What can't I do, amen? Just go into that battlefield. Go into where he sent you. He's your healer. He's your provider. He's your protector. He's your savior. He's your everything. And he's with you wherever you go. Where can't we go? What can't we do? What can't we say? He's with us. Isn't that such a good verse? Nothing shall by any means hurt me. Say it would make me person. Make it personal with me. Say nothing shall by any means hurt me. Hmm. You just weave that in the fabric of your being. That's how you live a fear-free life with the word of the living God. Nothing. How can Terry Mize go into Pakistan, go into all these areas at war and preach the gospel? He knows this verse. He knows his dominion. It's what he preaches. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. They know it and they live it. And they're successful doing it for over 50 years. It's just a wonder to me. It's amazing. They take the word and they walk with it. They make it a part of who they are. Nothing shall by any means hurt me. God tells you to go ask, go talk to that person with the tattoos. Tell them they need Jesus. Share the love of God with them. And you're scared. No, nothing shall by any means hurt you. When you know that, what can't you do? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Can we look at one more? What time is it? 11.30? Let's go to Ephesians. This is our quintessential book on authority. So we have to go here. Ephesians. Oh, glory to God for the book of Ephesians. I have heard this book more than any other book in the Bible. This and the Gospel of John are power-packed, I tell you. Is everybody there? Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, Colossians. Ephesians 1, and we're going to look at the two prayers, prayers God gave us to pray. We need these written down. We need to pray these for ourselves and others. Again, make these prayers personal and adopt them for your family. Ephesians 1, and we start in verse 17. 16 says, do not, I do not cease to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. In verse 17, here's the prayer that we're supposed to copy. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. That's a hard one to say. It's a hard one to memorize. What are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in you, his saints? And what is the exceeding greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the, it didn't say Christians there, it said toward us who believe, the believing ones, the believing Christians, according to the working, see there's a lot of Christians, but there's not a lot of Christians who live by faith, which we're instructed to do four times. According to the working of his mighty power, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above, say far above, far above all principality, all power, all might, and all dominion, and every, 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 over every name that is named, not only in this age, age of men, but also in that age which is to come. And he has put all things under his feet. Say, I'm his feet. Say, this is me he's talking about. And gave him to be head over all things to the church. Say, that's me. Which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. He's talking about the church here. His body on the earth is the fullness of him. Same exact image and likeness that fills all in all. Say, who can I fill today? <laughs> the fullness of him that fills all in all. Say, that's me. Ding. <laughs> that's you. We're the body of Christ. All things are now under our feet. His second prayer found in Ephesians 3.14. Try to memorize this, will you? For this reason I bow, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. And this is why he bows his knees. That 
he would grant you, say me, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in your inner man. Comes from the inside out. That's what praying in tongues does. It strengthens your inner man. That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you being rooted and grounded, say I'm rooted and grounded, in love. In love. Rooted and grounded in love is a prerequisite to making your faith work for you. Faith works by love. You have to be first rooted and grounded in His love for faith, for His faith to work for you. It's all by love. Everything He did was through love. All the healings, all the miracles, they were all founded in love. It was just love in action. We'll be filled to know the love of Christ. Sorry, rooted and grounded in love, verse 18. May be able to comprehend with all the saints. So again, comprehension comes after first being rooted and grounded in his love. May be able to comprehend with all the saints, as, or as they should, what is the width and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ personally for you which passes all your knowledge and understanding. The love surpasses all knowledge and understanding. The love. Knowing the love God had for you, has for you, will get you healed today on the spot. It's not going to be according to your head knowledge. It's going to be according to your heart knowledge. That's why he just prayed for the spirit of wisdom and revelation before he even spoke. So that they grasp the word and receive it and be partakers and recipients of it. you got to have the revelation of, I am healed to live it. You have to have the heart knowledge, not the head knowledge of I am saved, I am rich, to live richly. It can't just be in your head. It has to make its way down into your heart for you to become it and for you to live it and walk it. It has to be heart revelation. So he says, once you understand and get the revelation of just how much God loves you, that he sent his only son to die for your every need, want, and desire, and salvation, then you'll understand. But it starts in your heart, not in your head. That, that ties into Proverbs 3, 5, right? Trust in the Lord with all your head, heart, and lean not on your own understanding. For in all your ways acknowledge Him in your heart, and He will direct your path through the inward witness of your heart, your inner man. If you want direction, just pray in tongues. That's your spirit praying, Paul said. When your spirit prays, you get understanding. You get wisdom. You get revelation and knowledge. You need to know what to do. Pray in tongues until you have the answer. He'll lead you to the word to stand on. You pray in tongues over a situation. And you just pray without ceasing in other tongues. Then he'll lead you to a word. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. That was my ticket out. He leads me into all truth. Oh, he'll say, adjust this business this way. Mark it over here. Just send this advertisement this way. Or here's the paper you needed for the IRS. Or here's this. Praying in tongues will get you that answer. It'll get you the wisdom you need. Where's my house? I know where it is. It's in here. He already planted my house in me. Why? Because it's a desire of my heart. Therefore, I know it's him. If it's your desire, it's his desire. You're one with your father. And he longs to give you the desires of your heart. Amen. She wanted a boy. I didn't. She won. <laughs> he gave her the desire of her heart. <laughs> Six years after our last. But now I do. It's my desire. Her desires become mine. That's how it works with our father, our relationship. His desires become yours. Yours desires become his. You're one. You're one. He wants to give them to you. Don't leave this earth without getting them. They're for here. They're not for heaven. They're for right now and here. On the earth as it is in heaven. Amen. Amen. Let's all stand. Father, thank you that we know the love of Christ which passes all knowledge and that we are filled with all the fullness of you. Now to you who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, to you be glory in the church, by Jesus Christ who lives in us, to all generations, 
forever and ever. Amen. Father, we bless you today. We thank you for speaking to our hearts new ideas, new businesses, new techniques, new agendas, new schedules, new ways of doing things and being right. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for planting that anointing in each one's heart today. That seed. Thank you. Thank you for that dream that needs to come to pass before they die. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We bless you for scattering seed today, Jesus. You're the perfect sower. Thank you for scattering seeds in our hearts today. Make them grow as we pray in tongues, as we praise you, as we confess the word. They shall grow and grow and grow up until the world sees them. Thank you for the dreams you have in us that are meant to come to pass on the earth where you gave us our authority. Thank you. And devil, I command you to take your hand off everyone's heart, off everyone's dream, off anyone's idea or harvest in the name of Jesus today. And ministering spirits, come in. Prosperity angels, come in and work. Give them divine ideas and clarity and concepts that the devil cannot steal nor man. And as they prayed out in other tongues, they will understand it, them and their father. It's just between them. And they will be faithful not to cast their pearls before swine, their dreams. Father, I thank you for a spirit of revelation and knowledge, wisdom in you in which all things lie, all truth, all happiness, all joy, all prosperity, all health lies in you. You're the all in all. You're the all-sufficient one. We tap into your presence today. We tap into that spirit, that anointing. And we will be faithful to pray those out and to write them down, to write the vision and make it plain so that we may run who read it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us cast the vision. Thank you, Jesus. Say it with me. I can do all things through Christ, the Anointed One, who lives in me. Amen. <laughs> Thank you for being with us, everybody. We love you guys. Uh, our offering basket will pass around. We praise you and we bless you for your faithfulness and partnership and support and sowing into us as we sow into you. We love you guys. So thank you for your faithfulness. And bless you guys and have a great week. Amen. Say the giver is blessed in his doing. Say I'm a good giver. I'm getting better and better at it. Which means I'm getting better and better at receiving. Say, receiving always comes with my giving. God's in it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We love you guys. Be blessed. Happy Saturday. All right. Are we off? No, sorry. Bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.